Three, two, one, action. Hello. Hey. How are you? I'm really good. Welcome to We Belong Here. <laughs> we belong in Web3. I finally get to come on the show, and I only had to wait for a new season. Wow, that is an interesting way to spin that. <laughs> uh, let's pause before we go any further. My name is Lauren. Hi, I'm Aaron. And we are stoked to be back. This There has been a gap in the show. Oh, well, there's been a few things happening in your life, I think. True, 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 true. Let's go through them, shall we? <laughs> I say in your life, I... Probably should have said in our life, True. let's be honest there. Also, okay, let's let's uh, set the stage for folks. I, we, had a baby, <laughs> <laughs> and the show had to go a bit on maternity leave with. I was, my brain was a little wackadoodle. <laughs> I, I won't blame it on the hormones, but I was just a little uh, distracted. It was my first child, and, or our, we are married, we yeah. are partners, we should say that. <laughs> And when I'm referencing we, I'm talking about our family. Yeah, it's, it's not a prerequisite for being a guest on this show, is to, to share a child. <laughs> no, in fact, I would hope that you're the only of that kind. But no, I think that it is important to acknowledge that it's been a minute since we've yeah. recorded a We Belong Here episode. And it's not that we and I, that we weren't interested in it anymore. It was that some new things became priority for a second. Bo, our child, mm -hmm. is now six months old almost seven months, and so it's time to return back. We're finally getting some sleep at night. We can concentrate totally. on something else other than this little hungry, screaming human that needs our full attention. Totally. I don't want to jinx us, <laughs> but he's slept through the night the past two nights, so I'm feeling really hopeful for the future that, yeah, I mean, we can kind of refocus our our day-to-day -day life <laughs> and, <laughs> and we have help my mom is you know very involved in raising him so we can you know be focused on our jobs during the day which is exciting because in this time um mm -hmm. we have also gotten new jobs within the web3 space which has been a huge undertaking as well yeah it's very different space for both of us this is our for each of us, are our first time really entering into into Web three. One hundred percent. Yeah, we have been Web two folks, and we are <laughs> very much. <laughs> yeah, and so today, I would love for us to spend some time to talk about why we went Web three, mm -hmm. the pros, the cons, what had us, you know, mulling about maybe not going Web three, <laughs> but ultimately then the decision why we did. And then our hopes and dreams for what this podcast can become moving forward this season of Web3. Why even spend time talking about that particular topic mm -hmm. and kind of ideate about what it could be for the future. So Yeah, and I think this it's, it is a really important kind of carry on from the previous season as well in that we have an opportunity to not make the same mistakes with regards to how inclusive and the makeup and how representative it is of uh, different folks. And yeah, that everybody does belong in Web3 and mm. hopefully mm -hmm. we can do some of that this season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that I mean, I think that's the overarching umbrella goal of We Belong Here itself, right? Yeah. Is to, to say that we belong in tech, we, we, we matter in it and that even though it's not always representative of the world and us that we're making space for one another and we're lifting each other up and finding opportunities for underrepresented folks to mm -hmm. be here. So I think then diving into the Web3 space, okay, it does have a toxic reputation. Oh, like, just a little bit. I think, we should, I think we should just like jump into that pretty immediately, right? That's the crypto bros is almost synonymous with yep. 
blockchain. It's so hand in hand. And so then if we're saying we belong in Web3, I hope the message then is everyone else mm -hmm. belongs. And, and as you mentioned, it's still early days in Web3. So there is still that moment and opportunity for us to change the tide. Yeah, yeah. It's it's going to happen one way or the other. Web3, the decentralized web is coming. I see what you're saying. So, and I almost like said it as a question of like change the <laughs> question mark. But it's, it's that what came to mind for me for so long was the headlines, right? Mm -hmm. I remember reading the... Bitcoin week was oh, yeah. renting out Eleven, the strip club in Miami where we were living and that there... We were living in a strip club? No. When we were living in Miami. <laughs> Stop. I remember just looking at the swarm of people that were kind of filling the bars that week. Yeah, it was definitely a, a very particular kind of demographic. Let's just say it. White dudes, which you are. Which I am. Yeah. So we should be super clear on that also. <laughs> you are an ally. I'm this. just a voice right now, but if you can see me, I am a white dude. Okay. And we'll talk on that at some point as yeah. well, right? Okay. But seeing that their social event that week was happening at the strip club and it mm -hmm. was like, come, drink, get wild with the strippers. Not that I'm not all for sex work and possibly. But there is a, a time and a place for this kind of thing when it comes to what essentially is a professional event. Okay, 100%. And it felt, wow, I will never see myself in that group of people. And I just wrote it off. I just, for myself, I thought the industry that I'm in, that I've chosen to be in in tech, in general is already pretty uninclusive. Yeah. And I'm fighting a representation battle in that. I attended an incredible coding boot camp that is working tirelessly called Data Developers Academy. Plug, <laughs> listeners have heard me talk about it a lot, so I don't need to be exhaustive on it. But there are programs that I'm involved in that work on it day in, day out. Yeah. We're still trying to tackle it, though. Only a quarter of jobs in tech are held by women. Mm -hmm. So crypto felt like an even more exclusive place and toxic yeah. place. So it, for me, wrote it off. Just yeah, why, would, why would you spend your energy there? Exactly. So then, then that begs the question, well, why did we change? I think... Really, before we can get into that, it's like we have to acknowledge that the tide is turning. I said the tide is turning. And we either get involved and we mm. try and stop Web3 from going down this path that has already started beginning to venture along. And we can try and improve things, you know, from the get-go. So it's not, you know, what is it? A quarter of owning jobs are held mm -hmm. by uh, gender minorities in tech mm -hmm. at the moment and like mm -hmm. the wider tech. Mm -hmm. You know, Web3 is still very much in its infancy. We have an opportunity and to make it what? different. Infancy? Oh, yes. In <laughs> I, <laughs> listeners, dear listeners, my husband is Irish, but sometimes has, I mean, a muddled accent. So let's just. Yeah, I've, I've lived in a lot of places. Let's work on it. Let's slow down your diction. <laughs> what did you call me? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I will enunciate. Thank you so much. <laughs> Yeah, so but we have an opportunity to change things. You know, we, we could make this better than what the wider tech industry is. It is still very young. And whether we like it or not, it is going to happen. Like, Web3 is already here. The decentralized web is already here. Mm -hmm. It is going to become more and more popular. And we can either leave those crypto bros and their stripper parties at the helm. To steer it. Yeah. yeah. Or... Or we get involved. And we make it more inclusive. And we create programs that say how to get started and be approachable with it. Yeah. 
and create content and workshops and events that welcome people that might feel like they've missed the boat already. Mm -hmm. We're really on a um, helm boating <laughs> nautical <laughs> theme right now as a metaphor. So, you know, just interesting where we can take that. Yeah, yeah, before we drop our anchor. No, that felt like a strategy. That, was that push? Yeah, it was yeah, pushed. Okay. Um, anyhow. <laughs> no, I, I think it's an interesting challenge. I am excited about that in particular, actually, of, okay, what can we do to, I don't know, I think it has a, a reputation of being difficult to learn, too. It's all this new mm -hmm. jargon. The vernacular is very particular. It almost feels like if you don't know, you're not cool. <laughs> Yeah, there's the the whole do your own research is like really popular. People talk about that yeah. all the time. It's almost as if there is well, it's gatekeeping, but sure. like to to an nth degree, you know, it's like oh well, this was difficult for me to learn, um, so it should be difficult for everybody else. Right, you know, like, or feels like hazing in a way. That's like what yeah, it's like hazing. Yeah, yeah, it's like oh, you you need to earn the right to be in these circles. Well. Yeah, exactly, and it's like so we're we're talking about Web three, this whole decentralization. You know, the the fact that this we want to, to democratize the web. Um, and then we're ensuring that only this, air quotes listener, this elite group um, mm -hmm. are the only ones who can develop for it or who are able to, to work within this yeah. sphere. It's like, it, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Either we're opening it up to the world or we're not. And if we're not, then what's the point in it? Yeah. No, that was the key entry point for me was that concept of let's democratize, decentralize the web. and discovering Gavin, who is the founder of Ethereum and, and the company that we have chosen to go work for, Parity and Polkadot, hearing him talk about the way that he sees the world mm -hmm. coming together and having greater than the sum of its parts felt really interesting and, yeah. and potential for it to grow and for us to be a part of it as well was what kind of hooked me. Yeah, very much the same. If we're getting into kind of why we joined Web3 Territory and I, sure. um, has the promise of delivering a lot of what I hoped the World Wide Web mm -hmm. would originally be. Mm -hmm. I, I got into programming and uh, development and all of that kind of stuff after watching the movie Hackers. That was my great awakening movie. I know there's like a whole generation of people that it was the Matrix. Yeah. I, I was slightly before that and for me it was Hackers. I love that movie. It's, it is such a cliched movie with horrible dialogue. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough rewatch. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I love it. I know. I can, I can picture a little you watching that and being like, oh, the world has yeah. opened up for me. I, I still remember like going and picking that VHS tip out in Blockbuster and like bringing it home to watch. And yeah, it, it represented this community that I really wanted to be a part of. You know, okay, there was a teenage me and a bit of the rebellion and, you know, everything represented there. But this promise of it could be whatever you wanted it to be. Mm. You know, there was no limitations on it. The rules were what you made of it. Mm -hmm. You know, you weren't being judged on your race or your religion or where you were from. There's mm -hmm. no borders. There was nothing else. It was just like a community that can be completely created from scratch again. And if I dare say Web2 or tech itself right now has failed at that. Oh. At the moment. Yeah, yeah, that, unfortunately so. Yeah, yeah. It, it had a lot of promise at the start and then like anything else, large corporations have come in and yeah, they've kind of taken yeah. it over and it's all walled gardens, it's all silos. We don't know where our data is or who sure. controls it or what they're doing with it. 
you know, we've, we've lost that. The ability to experiment as well online, mm. you know, the technology has grown so far, but also grown so complex and so difficult. <laughs> Remember days of like, you throw a couple of PHP scripts up on a web host and suddenly you had a website. Like those days are long gone mm -hmm. now. Sure. And with that complexity, you've lost a lot of these kind of like small hobbyist communities. You know, we're all playing in somebody else's kind of garden now, you know, wherever it be. Oh, well, we're not going to run our own blog. We're just going to post a medium or, mm -hmm. you know, we're not going to run our own IRC server. We're all going to like talk on Slack yep. or. Yeah. And, with each and, of, and people have stopped questioning that. Yeah. Hundred percent. That is just the that is the pattern to get up and running, setting up a community, creating a business, whatever it is. Those are the paths to success. Yeah, but we've just completely accepted it, and As that's it just stands. the way it is. Yeah. And and yeah, it, there's a lot of convenience there. I can see why that is how it goes these days. But it also breaks down communities as well. Like it's not just about controlling your data. Like I remember whenever everybody was on ICQ, and then from ICQ, some people went to AIM and went to MSN. And every time we change a provider, some people would move, some people wouldn't. And your group of friends, your community gets smaller and smaller and smaller as it splinters and people move off. Whereas if with Web3 and control of our own data and be, like being decentralized, no central hub, you know, you own it. We don't have those issues anymore. You know, it's not like that all of my data is stuck on a particular service. I control that. I control my friends list. I control my contacts. I mm -hmm. control everything and I bring it with me wherever I go. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that feels exciting and interesting and, and the promise of that child watching the hacker <laughs> to come true. It's really beautiful if you think of it that way. And we in particular, I will speak for you and I both. We mm -hmm. made the choice that if we were going to go web, it wasn't going to be a company that was killing the planet. No. Going to a green company felt really important. Yep. Uh, proof of work was not interesting to us. No. So needed to go to a chain that was on proof of stake and was conscientious about our presence in the globe. <laughs> and so that feels really exciting that we found that. Mm -hmm. And the interoperability for me within Polkadot and our ecosystem that we're building in feels really important that we can interact with all the blockchains that yeah. exist everywhere. So it's not exclusionary. It's, it's incredibly inclusive by mm -hmm. nature. And I think that having that baked in right from the start says a lot about the company culture as mm -hmm. well for yeah. me. Like the fact that they're not maxi chain that like, oh, we're going to be the one true chain and mm -hmm. we're going to be the only one anybody mm -hmm. should ever use. Mm -hmm. Like that just seems to contradict the whole notion of it for me. For sure. And I mean, we're referencing our personal company because that's the experience we have right now mm -hmm. and so far, but this isn't a Polkadot <laughs> yeah. podcast. This is, we want to talk about all the chains yeah. and all the tech. And I think that's really important. We'll certainly have maybe an episode where we go further into what Polkadot does, yeah. but also then I think we should have a conversation about what Solana does, right? Like in general. Like their awesome shop in Miami. Oh my gosh. Very cool. TBD on that. <laughs> I'm not sure if audio can pick up on our screaming baby. hundred <laughs> percent can. Cool, cool, cool. We may have to go deal with that, but that's Bo, everyone. No, I, I, it's exciting and very different than just taking on a new job in tech. Also, it's a whole landscape of tech and or it's an entirely new landscape of tech to be learning. And so it feels really different to take on this new job than it has before. And I've had a lot of jobs in tech. <laughs> this has felt cumbersome and overwhelming mm -hmm. and exciting, yes. But yeah. <laughs> it's been a lot. <laughs> like I've, I've been a developer for a very long time. And yeah, maybe I've not stepped out of my comfort zone enough mm -hmm. in those times, but mm -hmm. usually I'm, I'm I've used to like joining um, a new job and being able to hit the ground running like yeah. most of the time, you know, 
it doesn't matter what industry they're in. Python is Python is Python. Sure. You know, I can I can code and I can probably pick up their SDKs pretty quickly. This has been this has been like starting over again. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Let's. We are new in Web three. <laughs> what is it like so far? How? I mean, okay. I will I will share that I was pretty nervous about sharing the news that we were going Web three with mm -hmm. our communities and our friends and the folks that we've had worked on teams with before and. I've seen, we've seen friends of ours kind of get burnt for going Web3. Yeah, yeah. Publicly, mm -hmm. Pu not canceled, that's not the right word for it, but just like um, held accountable and questioned and talked about why would they make that choice. Yep. So I was very nervous about that. I felt like that was going to be the reception in general. I have had friends immediately say like, if I start tweeting about NFTs, they're just gonna mute me. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I'm. I think I have tweeted about NFTs because I actually, the more I've learned about them, the more I understand how cool they are. But that's a different conversation. We can have another episode completely dedicated yeah. to that. But yeah. So there was. So you did receive some. Yeah. There's definitely been, thankfully, not overtly negative. Mostly just questioning. Yeah. Like, oh, tell me more about that life choice decision yeah. you made. I'm maybe a little bit of disappointment. Yeah. But um, not as harsh as I thought it was going mm -hmm. to be or was mm -hmm. concerned about it being. And and that's fair. I had many of the same concerns before I got into Web3. You were too. a skeptic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I had I don't know even that I even gave it enough time to care um, and to be a skeptic because I just had written it off. Whereas you, you were outwardly... Yeah, I, I had... <sighs> I wouldn't say Critical. I investigated it, but like I, like everybody else, had kind of seen the headlines. You know, yeah. you see the 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 rug pulls, the NFT campaigns that start up, take a bunch of money and then disappear. Yeah, the scams. Yeah, the scams or the you know coins that um, they get pumped and then dumped. You know, yeah. and for anybody who is making a fortune off a lot of these coins, then somebody else is losing that money. Hundred percent. That's yeah, absolutely. So that's super fair then for our communities to say like, what the heck, yeah. you two, what are you doing? And so then for us to say, absolutely, we hear you. <laughs> we we share those concerns. It's why we're doing it though. Also. Yeah, we did our research first and. As you said, we were working to join one that was doing proof of work. Um, I didn't want to join one where the the token or the currency was the be all and end all. You know, I, I'm really not into that distributed finance. Absolutely, like we want to be participatory in the building, and I'm excited about the DApps in particular, like mm -hmm. and actually building with our tech and within the ecosystem. Yeah, versus the the coin. Yeah, versus a oh. This is this is a investment opportunity, but this, but also not financial advice. Right. Like, right. Oh my gosh. No, yeah. One hundred percent. No, I have been pleased when at conferences, even sitting at lunch, talking to people and explaining that this is you know I have this new job, and people saying like, oh well, I guess if you're hosting a workshop, like I would want to come take it. Like if you're gonna, if you're doing it, then I maybe I'll, I want to know more about it too. Then and that feels nice to hear that people are still curious. Like they haven't written it out. They're, mm -hmm. they're they were just waiting for that representation. Open to it. Yeah. Yeah. Because we belong in web three. <laughs> <laughs> nice little tie back. I mean, gosh, but no, I, I, I'm hopeful for what we can accomplish. And in this season of, of the show, what sort of conversations we can have with people mm -hmm. that are already in it, that are curious about breaking into it. Uh, and what they're doing in it, and and what they see for the future of Web three. Yeah, I, I think there's an awful lot of stuff we don't see because everything's being drowned out by the negative news that we do see. Great point. 
you know, and that's <laughs> the people I've met so far in Web3 who are um, doing a lot of the, the behind the scenes work, a lot of the heavy lifting, they're not even really aware of the reputation Web3 has. They're so focused on the technology and they're so focused on building that they're completely blinkered to the outside world. And, and that's great and that they're, they don't see the negativity that is being expressed, mm -hmm. but also means they're not out there promoting the great work that they're doing either. Interesting way to see that. Yeah. I've always just been like, you are so in your own bubble. Is how I, when I have a conversation with someone like that, they're like, wait, what? There are critics of Web3? What do you mean? It, I pause and when I have those sort of conversations because I think, like, do you exist in reality? Like, are you, are we on the same Twitter <laughs> threads or Twitter? Like, they're probably a mastodon, let's be honest. Good point. No, no, no. I, I think that you're right. There's an opportunity to talk about the really cool projects that are having big impact. Yeah. I'm really excited to get some guests on here talking about those kind of things. I really believe there's some people out there doing some very important work in Web3 right now mm -hmm. that we're just not hearing from yeah. because they're busy being builders. Mm. As we discovered, like we're we're the first kind of DevRel hires at this company. Mm -hmm. um, and like they should have probably had us two years ago, three years mm -hmm. ago. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's almost like a an afterthought to most of these companies of like any kind of marketing or promotion. It's just they're so focused on on the technology itself and, you know, building and creating and getting Which is cool and like very pure if you think about it. Like I just wanna create and I wanna Yeah. And it, it people can find out about us if they find out about us. <laughs> but there as much as I want to believe in a you know build it and they will come kind of mentality, sometimes sure. you do have to get out and we have to shout a little bit louder than all the negative voices that people do hear something else about Web3 than just the scams and mm -hmm. the crypto bros. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here for the crypto moms. You're here for the crypto moms. Yeah, those are crypto baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that at least it warrants a conversation. And I think that's what the goal of the show this season will be. I'm not going to say how many episodes we'll have in the season <laughs> because I just want to have as many conversations as we can. I want to find the folks that are building cool things that are diversifying this space and give them a platform to tell their story, get eyeballs onto what they're doing and to help promote it and help build communities, build connections with one another and make interesting things with the tech. Yeah, and I'm, I'm really interested in learning from these people as well. I am so new to this industry. Mm -hmm. I And as we talked about earlier, like it is complex and it is gatekeepery and it is so difficult to figure out where to start It'd sometimes. It'd be fun, should we have a segment at the end of every episode with kind of a vernacular vocab word that you see people, <laughs> I, for example, I recently understood why everyone is adding that GM good morning to their messaging. Like what, I was like GM, I, I think I made the deduction that it stood for good morning. But making sense of why that was even there was yeah. so, I, it took me, I had to Google it for a while. I was like, why, why is this pattern coming about? Because everybody just loves the D-Y-O-R. Do it your own research. Yeah. She's dyslexic, <laughs> folks. She can't, it's hard for me to do acronyms. Three-letter acronyms are, I mean, that's four. <laughs> yeah, four is really tough for me. I think, yeah, we should just have that goal of not using particular language. Listeners, feel free to call us out. If we are assuming knowledge of something, I do not want to be doing that. I want mm -hmm. to bring people along for the ride. If we're talking about tech and using particular jargon, we need to pause and say, this is what that means. Uh, we'll maybe make a running glossary of the words that we're using on the show as in our show notes. That could be interesting. Just sure. to make sure that people have the vernacular in their playbook when they're talking about it with their family, friend. With their friend. With their friend, F-R-E-N, what the heck? Like, <laughs> I, yeah, that seems like in-group language too. I didn't understand that. 
Yeah, but that's always been the way in technology. You know, we have the, the BRB and the LOL and... Sure. Those are broadly... Ex probably at the beginning, though, they weren't. Yeah, at the I beginning, that was, like, very much on your, like, kind of IR, can you on stop? IRC. Can you stop? You're, like, speaking in... <laughs> stop. <laughs> uh. Okay, I think that's an interesting point we should probably acknowledge. I've invited Aaron to co-host with me for the season to bring new perspectives on this space and to help me ask the questions also because sometimes I think I'm in this space, I don't know what I don't know almost, nor do you, I'll no. say. But <laughs> together we're going to hopefully make a larger picture make sense. And yeah, having a white man as my co-host, perhaps is problematic in a we belong here situation celebrating diversity. So can you speak to that? How do you feel there? Yeah, it's I definitely have uh, some privilege to overcome in that regard. Mm -hmm. And I really hope that you will, as you do uh, most of the time, call, you call me out on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, that's, that is a fun dynamic being on a team with your husband. <laughs> <laughs> where you yeah I, we don't separate church and state no. very well but join us folks i think this could be interesting i think it could be it's an important conversation to be had certainly and if nothing else you'll just hear me getting taken down a peg or two every now and again and that's always funny <laughs> i think you earn it every once in a while <laughs> <laughs> no arguments there ah uh, okay well thank you for being guest episode zero of but I was co-host. When I did mean, I get demoted? Right. <laughs> Thank you for joining me, Erin. It has been an absolute pleasure. It's hard for me to pass on the torch to you to welcome you into this. I need to... <laughs> this has been my baby. I can hear our baby. We should probably get to that. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Love you. Bye, everybody. Not going to say love you back? Sure. I love you, too. Okay, cool.